0: Welcome in to a special mini episode of Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club. Episode 2.5 coming to you. We'll still have our regularly scheduled episodes dropping on Thursday night, but we wanted to just take some time to meet with the guys at Golf Rx in Mountain Juliet. Had a great time with my co-host, Mr. Tanner Sandell, sitting down with Mr. Ryan Smith and Mr. Seth Grissom earlier today in their shop at Mountain Juliet, just really appreciate the guys at Golf Rx wanting to get in on the ground floor with the High Cotton Club as a presenting sponsor for the podcast, uh, sponsor for our events with the High Cotton Club, the Golf Rx Bag room and the Discord. Um, What's in the bag Wednesdays on Instagram. We just really appreciate all their support and involvement and really excited to have great guys like Ryan and Seth involved and can't wait to hear, have you guys hear a little bit more from them. Speak a little bit about themselves, about how they came into playing golf, about how long they've been in the industry and we also had a great time talking a little bit about some of the discussions that have come up in the golf rx bag room about you know bounces and wedges as well as driving iron versus hybrid Um, just a great time getting some insight from the guys at golf rx we'll definitely have them back on the podcast plenty more times going to be friends of the pod and just very appreciative of all their support so whether you need custom club fitting lessons or club repair make sure you go see the guys in mountain juliet they are open Saturday, uh, Monday through Saturday, excuse me, 10 to 6, and they can get you dialed in whether you're going to see Mr. Ryan Smith or Mr. Seth Grissom. Both are fantastic. Both are super knowledgeable and will get you taken care of. So please enjoy this mini episode and tune into this week's regular podcast with, uh, again, my co-host, Mr. Tanner Sandell, as we take a trip up the road to Mr. Uh, Marty Scherer at Kenny Perry's Country Creek to look forward to the barn burner at Kenny Perry's. So really excited for that episode. But until then, enjoy this week's mini episode of Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club.
1: Rich, some guys like it quiet. Some guys like it loud. This is. You know,
2: Gator needs to look like he needs some exercise. I don't know. course, the conditions now that he has to play the shot test anyone. Sorry, uh, you know, yeah, look at this, Peter. Look at this shot. It might go in. It go in. It might go in. It is in. Oh, he's running after. He ran after. He got there before
1: the ball did? I don't believe it. How about that? No, he shouldn't do that.
3: You knew he would. You knew he would.
0: together, Jim. Those two. It's a great story. Welcome in to a special mini episode of Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club. I am your host, Connor Hendrickson. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Sandell. We have a very special mini episode today. We're here live, uh, live for us, not live for you guys listening, um, at Golf Rx here in Mount Juliet got Mr. Ryan Smith, Mr. Seth Grissom here and very excited uh, to you know announce them as our presenting sponsor and just to talk with them a little bit more today.
3: Yeah if you listen to the last couple of episodes you've heard us allude to these guys but can't be any more excited to again just reiterate the vision that they saw with us, uh, the partnership that we're going to have with these guys and and already we walked in today and, and I'm bothering them with questions about my own game. So we can't think of guys more fitting for this. Uh, also, if you're a Roost member and you're listening to this, uh, Ryan just joined the Discord this morning. So hop in the Discord, give him a shout out, welcome him with open arms. But uh, super excited to have the, the boys in this morning. We want to go ahead and bring them on.
0: Yeah, welcome in, guys. How are y'all today? What Doing is up? Well. So um, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourselves.
2: Ryan, where are you from? I am from Nashville. I was born and raised here, which is not not usual anymore. Right, a lot of right. people from out of town. I grew up in Smyrna, um, went to Overton High School. Then I left, went to Moorhead State University, played a year and a half up there, and then transferred back into TSU here in Nashville. There you go. Go Tigers. Is your home course, Ted Rhodes, at TSU? Actually, it was Hermitage. Hermitage, okay. Yeah. We... Uh, Grew up playing Hermitage, and we were lucky in the fact that we had one of the best golf courses in the state to uh, practice and play and improve our game.
0: Definitely. No, super cool. And Seth, uh, where are you from, brother?
1: Uh, I grew up in Smyrna as well. Actually, we have a little bit of background. I went to school with uh, Ryan's sister. Uh, Knew Ryan a little bit growing up. Uh, Played my college golf at Cumberland in Lebanon. Um, And love golf. Been in it ever since.
3: Shout out, Bulldogs! We got a couple of uh, we got a couple dogs in the Discord as well. Um, So a couple of Cumberland alums, but man, we're super excited to have you guys here. Um, We talked about this in the last episode, episode two. That you know, we we feel like you guys can back up what you're saying a little bit. So so, speak to us, Ryan, first. Like, talk to us a little bit about your golf background.
2: So I started playing golf when I was two. Um, Nobody in my family plays. I started watching it on TV. They bought me those. Good old Plastic Kid Club set and just started hitting wiffle balls around the house. Um, Got real serious when I was about nine. Started playing in all the junior events. Uh, Was actually Tennessee Junior Golfer of the Year. Um, And then went on to college. Did well in college, won a couple of events. We actually led our team to the HBCU National Championship. Won that down in Florida. And then after that, I turned pro. I played six years professionally. I traveled around, playing everywhere, got all the way to, played a couple of events on what was the Nationwide Tour back then, which is Corn Ferry. And then I messed up my shoulder, Hurts to play golf for 15 hours a day now, and uh, so I play two hours a day now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and Seth, what about you? I mean, did you play a bunch of junior golf,
0: or were you kind of late to the game?
1: No, I did. I actually was fortunate enough to to grow up uh, as the youngest of three brothers. Had a dad that played. uh, So, naturally, I was being lugged around to the course at a young age. I started at about four. And once I took to it, I wanted to beat my brothers. So, played a lot of junior golf uh, across the country, Tennessee. um, Played in high school. Went to Cumberland turned pro right after Cumberland played for three years out there and then got into uh, the golf business.
3: Yeah. And we mentioned this in the last episode, but Seth has really been a big help in cultivating this relationship that we have with Golf Rx now, but, but also Seth is a competitor. So he comes out one event, he gets qualified in one event. And as we mentioned on the last episode, he takes personal offense, uh, to the challenge that's been sent out to the high cotton club. Seth, how are you feeling about that?
1: Uh, 100%. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to take offense to that so uh we're coming and we got a bunch of dogs so yeah we got a bunch yeah. of dogs we're coming after you that's
3: awesome
0: yeah that's i awesome. mean i i understand you know the disrespect quote unquote that was thrown out in that initial pot i mean the the north carolina roots and the know you guys have a you know strong history relationship i guess you could say but I think we're definitely gonna come out and hopefully surprise some folks. I know, you know, Double Bogey Dave, he's listening in. He's probably spreading the word around North Carolina that, you know, we're we're here to have fun. We're here to be hospitable, but we're here to fight too. Let's yeah. get it. And
3: yeah, we're straight up we're laying down the gauntlet. I mean, regardless who's coming, we're ready to rock and roll. So we're we excited want some of that.
0: that Kansas City barbecue, you know. Like <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Well, um, so a little bit about how this relationship started, as Tanner said, Seth, you've been so instrumental in cultivating it. What about the High Cotton Club stood out to you as, you know, there's a bunch of different groups and tours kind of um, starting up all over the place. What about the High Cotton Club specifically and the No Laying Up Roost kind of system stood out to you that it was something that you felt like you wanted to be involved with?
1: Well, uh, when Tanner told me um, what you guys had going on, uh, it sounded great. Um, Loved everything he said about what you guys had going on and what you were starting. Um, the traction it had it gained uh, very quickly. But what did it for me was the event that I came and played in and how well it was ran, um, the camaraderie, um, everything about it was great. And then to see, uh, get put in the Discord and see everything going on there, um, what you guys are doing, it's just uh, something that I thought we should be a part of. Uh, the more Ryan and I talked about it, he saw the same thing. So. We're glad to be a part of it.
0: No, super stoked to have both of you guys involved. And, Ryan, what were this is kind of some of the points that Seth was talking about that stood out to you? I mean, like Seth said, coming to the event and getting in the Discord is what kind of separated for him. But you haven't had the experience of coming out to an event yet. I know our, our events on Saturdays are tough for you guys having the shop here. Um, and you're just in the Discord now, so you haven't seen a whole lot of that other than us just talking about what we are what we got going on. So what we're – some of the points that Seth was talking about that kind of stood out to you?
2: Well, kind of like what he said, just the way the event was run, I mean, I played in a bunch of events throughout my life between college and professionally, and you can tell the ones that are ran well and the ones that aren't. And then meeting you guys, y'all are just some good old boys. Yeah. I'm a good old boy. Yeah. Right? Grew up in the country, and, I, I mean, I'm just a good old boy, and uh, I like being part of, of things like that. I, I am not one to put on a suit and tie, and that's that is not me. Uh, I'm much rather in golf shorts and a golf shirt, and let's roll. So
0: yeah, and I think that kind of speaks to the whole essence of the High Cotton Club Absolutely. and the name, and just you know our kind of who we are
1: as a group. Absolutely. Just to piggyback off what he said, too, um, you two guys, meeting you guys, and the few other members uh, of the club that have done business here, um, everyone I've met has been super quality people. And that was another reason that we wanted to jump on board.
0: Well, yeah, that everybody that I've met in the group is, like you said, just super quality people, and I appreciate you saying that about us. You know, uh, we're here trying to just further the mission of bringing folks together, like-minded folks together, through competitive golf, and um, starting off with the match play of 16 to the point where we are now. It's just super cool to see that network of people grow. You know, Tanner, you played in the jackpot yesterday
3: with. How many of those guys did you know before, say, the first class? Yeah, I mean, you know, the crazy thing is, is is getting into these jackpots and having those opportunities, um, you know, quite literally none of those. You know, and we talk about even just we, we talk about the vibes before the, the, the event, right? You were you were there with us um, at. Uh, where was that Murfreesboro again? I just drove old like Old, old Fort. Fort. Sorry, I almost said Old Town for some reason. So Old Fort. Old uh, town, you were there, you old know. Old town would yeah, be that's nice. right. I know. That's right. So uh, sorry about that, but you know, at <clears throat> at Old Fort. But um, just just being able to strike a conversation, create a relationship built on really just a simple foundation of. Um, enjoying the game that that we all have have dedicated a, a, a portion of our lives to uh, for Ryan and Seth have dedicated literally their lives to um, both professionally and from a business standpoint um, you know that that just speaks volumes for what we're trying to do the jackpots are awesome because uh, you're still getting the opportunity to play with those guys outside of an event you're building the rapport so going into the event sure like Some of those guys are going to be who we're competing against. We're fighting for qualifying spots. Guys that have already qualified are fighting to keep other guys out of the field. And so you have that dynamic, but there's something to be said for going out and having a good relationship with the guy you're competing with and then being able to set that aside, compete a little bit, but then come back, shake his hand at the end of the day, take your hat off, go kick it with him after. Like There's something to be said for that.
0: Yeah, because outside of the Classic, we don't have any crazy cash purses. We're not playing for anything that's life-changing. I mean, even the Classic's not life-changing by any means. You know, it's a larger purse because it's a larger field. Um, But like you said, having that commodity where you can shake somebody's hand at the end of it and uh, say, you know, well played whether you won or whether you lost. That's that's what the High Cotton Club, the High Cotton Classic, it's all all about. So um, we've talked a little bit before about you guys being, you know, pretty much full-service golf shop, whether it's custom fittings, whether it's lessons, whether it's club repair. You have a really cool thing that you guys do with your custom fittings. Say I wanted to come in and get fit for clubs. I set an appointment. Best way to set an appointment, just start there.
2: Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of us is by calling us. Okay. Um, you can go to our website, which is golfrx.biz, or you can give us a call at 615-288-4539. We'll get you an appointment and we'll get you fitted up. Um, We actually are what I would like to call the starter of doing fittings for free. And it's not free, but if you purchase fitted clubs through us, your fitting fee goes towards the purchase of the clubs. I noticed that Edwin Watts started doing that a year after we did, and now Club Champion, they give 50% off, which better than nothing but support small shop yeah
1: Yeah. support local shop local local. yeah Yeah.
2: and you get that one-on-one yeah i mean we're not get you in get you out we want to make sure you get fitted all the way through and make sure you're happy with what 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 you're seeing on the screen and the ball flight and the direction that the shot's going
3: Yeah, you know, and again, just speaking to um, why this seems like such a perfect fit is I feel like that fits right into like what what we're envisioning. Like you take a a guy that genuinely wants to invest into his game and and basically saying like, hey, I'm not trying to pull one over on you. I'm trying to give you an honest, transparent evaluation that's going to help you um, better your game. What that does is it builds trust. It's built trust with me. Now I know that I can come to you guys and ask you questions, and you're going to give it to me straight, not just trying to to make a dollar off of me, but you're you're invested in my game as well. So I I think that's what makes sense for this partnership, and hearing you uh, verbalize that out loud just continues to drive that nail home.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how many times somebody's walked in here for a fitting, and after about 10 or 12 swings, we say, hey, look, let's do a lesson because the lesson's going to help you more than a fitting. And that's just being honest with them. I mean, yeah, you could spend $2,500 and I'll take your money, but that's not what I am. That's not what Seth does. That's not what Golf Rx is. We want to make sure that you get the best bang for your buck and that it goes where you're going to improve the most.
1: 100%, because at the end of the day, um, this is Ryan Smith and Seth Grissom's name, and Golf RX going into what we do, it's not a a big box store. You know, we want to take care of our people um, and give you honest, top quality service.
0: Yeah, treat, treating people right and doing the right thing—that's um, kind of how we all feel across the board, 100%. and that's why it just makes sense to work together. And, and really, couldn't be more appreciative of, of your guys' uh, willingness and, and cooperation, and you know, just want to be a part of it. So. Uh, Real quick, we're going to take a break from uh, the episode to talk about our sponsors, um, The Rudder. Whenever we talk about The Rudder, we can't help but talk about Mr. Patrick Patton. What a great supporter of the High Cotton Club and the High Cotton Classic he is and has been. And we really appreciate him being a member and his continued support. Um, If you haven't been to The Rudder, we highly encourage you to go visit The Rudder in Hendersonville. It's a relaxed lakeside restaurant with a great menu, uh, American food and tiki bar weekly live music. It's really great They have you know, a schedule in the bathroom whenever you go in there uh, telling you the upcoming artists so you're always up to date with who's going to be playing. Uh, we're going to be hosting our Calcutta there the Saturday of the Masters. We're dialing in final details but thinking we're going to be hosting that around 3 o'clock and um, just really appreciative to Patrick and the staff for being amenable to us and excited to be going back there after we hosted our uh, Roundup dinner there. Um, They're also going to be hosting an Easter brunch buffet at the Rudder. That's Sunday, April 17th. So if you're in the Hendersonville, Sumner County area, or maybe you're just looking to get out, you know, beautiful day, start springtime off right with Easter with the family. 11 to 2 adults are $35. Children, 4 to 12, $20. Ages 3 and under eat free, so always a deal for the little ones. Um, Live music from 11 to 3, David Kane, And then 5 to 9, Miss Audra McLaughlin. Uh, Otter's going to be great. I'm sure she is. But um, going to be paired with some Sine uh, Sparkling Rosé for an additional fee that night. So, going to be a great thing that day on uh, Easter Sunday. So, if you're around the area, make sure you're stopping in the rudder. Whether it's um, that day or any day during the week or the weekend, just make sure you're stopping in and supporting one of our own and Mr. Patrick
3: Pat. So, in Discord now, if you're in Discord, you've seen that the, uh, the bag room is now changed to um, the Golf Rx bag room. These guys are presenting uh, the presenting sponsor for the High Cotton Club, but they're also going to be um, holding it down in the bag room as well. So we've had a couple of questions come across the bag room and through uh, our Instagram feed, and so we just want to talk about a couple of those this morning. Ryan, you and I kind of started the day talking about Uh, some bounce and and those things. But a question came up in there, um, seeing the type of golf courses that we have in the area and popular bounces that guys are choosing, what are you seeing and what are the determining factors of of the bounce that guys are choosing in their wedges?
2: Yeah, so bounces really kind of determine on how the person enters the turf on their swing. Are they steep? Are they flat and kind of pick it? Um, I play, I'm super steep. Um, So I play a pretty high bounce, um, especially on my 52 and my 56. Now, we were talking about 60, and I use a very low bounce strictly because I don't use a lob wedge except for when I'm right around the green. So I'm not super steep with it. I'm very flat, trying to get loft up in the air. Um, So it really is basing on the person. Um, You can't ever go wrong with standard. It's going to be good whether you're steep or flat. And it's gonna kind of help, especially this time of year when it's really wet. There's not a lot of grass out there. Got kind of tight, wet lies mm-hmm. everywhere. So it won't dig as much. You don't want to dig and throw a big old beaver uh, beaver pelt out there and hit a half inch behind it, and that ball goes 20 yards right. instead of the hundred that we're trying to do. Right. Um, so you know, each each manufacturer, they all You know, Titleist, they're C, K, they use letters. Callaway, Mizuno, they use numbers 8, 12, 10, stuff like that. So they all have an array of bounces. They've gotten into using high toe, which is put a little weight out on the the outside of the toe to try to flatten out that that ball flight a little bit. Um, So it just really is a personal how they swing, how they interact. Um, with the turf. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and just to speak to uh, how in sync these guys are, as Ryan's explaining a couple of those things, whether he's talking about loft or flattening it out, Seth before it comes out of his mouth is making the hand motion of the loft and flattening out the shot. So again, I mean, these guys are quite literally dialed in and you just love to see it. And I know y'all don't have that privilege this morning, but you love to see it. So thanks for that answer, Ryan. Uh, the next one that came up and we, and and we discussed this with Mr. Uh, Austin Gervais, uh, in the last episode, but, uh, it seems like a real popular uh, item right now is the driving iron versus uh, the hybrid. If you're Connor, it's driver, driver, three iron, uh, and so uh, you know that that Dod driver, and he hits it better than most guys have ever seen. But uh, Seth, talk to us a little bit about uh, about that question. Maybe what is what's your setup? Um, wh- where do you see guys making that? What's the determining factor in guys deciding what they're going to do in their setup? And, and speak to us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, I personally am a driving iron guy. Uh, gives me ability to work it both ways. Hit it low, hit it high. Now, if you're someone that struggles to get the ball in the air, um, if you're a low ball hitter, hybrids um, help you launch the ball in the air. Uh, they're predominantly more draw-biased golf clubs. So also, if you have trouble getting the ball to curve right to left, um, hybrids are definitely going to help you do that. Um, for me, like I said, personally, driving iron is the way to go. Um, I like hitting long irons. I don't have a problem getting the ball in the air. And I kind of like the ability to work it both ways. Hybrids, for me, I tend to hit them too high and have that tendency to hit the quacker every now and then, which nobody likes, right? Um, But, yeah, so a lot of older players hit hybrids. Now, there are a lot of guys on tour that hit hybrids, right? But they also um, usually put those in the bag when the greens are baked out, right, and they need to hit it nice and high in the air and stop it pretty quick. But for me, it's driving iron all the way. I love to be able to hit that bullet off the tee if I'm not going to hit a driver and get that ball tumbling, so.
0: Kind of like the balance of the wedge, do you guys have any feelings on the difference between, you know, the turf interaction between the long iron and the hybrid whenever we're playing? You know, obviously around here we have different grasses than, like, if we were playing up more north and it was all bent grass fairways, you know, and it's just, like, butter everywhere versus some of the harder stuff we get down here. Do you guys have any feelings one way or another on that?
2: Not really. Um, you know, I think a lot of it is determining what – Yardage you're looking for and what, what they're going to be using that glove for. Seth probably uses the long iron or the driving iron more off the tee box than going into a green. A lot of, you know, he's long off the tee, so he takes advantage. If you're not long and you don't hit the driver very well and you're going to have long shots into the greens, you'd be using a hybrid because you want that height. You want the ball to hit and land and soft on the green and not just bounce over the back. You know, with the longer, uh, the driving iron, it'll come in lower, flatter, and unless you have a lot of club head speed and generate a lot of spin, it's going to hit and just bounce over the back of the green.
0: I think that's a great point and something that kind of gets lost by guys sometimes is they're not exactly, like, they're not exactly the same type of club. They're a little bit different. A driving iron is more for getting off of the tee, putting yourself in position on a shorter course or a place that may be tight and you don't feel comfortable with driver. that hybrid like you said trying to get in on maybe a longer par four or shorter par five whatever the situation may be and trying to hold that green so great point there Ryan. Any more questions Tanner?
3: No I think those are kind of two that we really wanted to to talk about right now. A lot of the other questions that we've seen in the Discord are a little bit more specific to um, guys coming in here, which is obviously what we want. We want to be able to feed our members to you guys. And we, we've already spoken to that a little bit, that we've got several members that uh, – that's that's why I really think it made sense too because we already had a number of those guys uh, filling it up. I remember a couple of weeks ago we looked in the Discord and, uh, I, you know, I think Seth was able to put like three or four guys on the schedule that week. And it was just funny because guys were like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow, you know, and, and kind of went in that direction. So – um, you know I, I think that's it on questions at the moment but uh, I just like I, I feel like I'm just taking it in even just sitting here with these guys listening and, and, and ready to take that back to my own game
0: no yeah it's really what a special opportunity we have just to you know have a couple guys like Ryan and Seth on board with the High Cotton Club um, really just feel super privileged and, and blessed and honored to have them um, supporting us and in on the ground floor which is something that was so important to you guys and I'm just super grateful. So is there any, you know, we ended the first episode with a life advice segment, didn't end the second episode with a life advice segment. So we'll go ahead and go back to that, at least for now. Um, it, I'll let you guys kind of think on it for a second, whether it's life advice just about life or life advice about golf. Um, Tanner why don't you lead us off I know you were eager to go ahead and get it out there last week and (laughs) kind of
3: salty with me when I forgot to bring that back up yeah that's funny but uh, it's when we have some of these questions come up it's you always defer to me to go first so uh, I appreciate that but no I mean here I've been stewing over just a lot of things and uh, the last time I last time we gave the advice, I just talked about the way you treat people. Uh, another one for me is, uh, you know, sometimes there's some taboo items that you you know like people say you should and shouldn't talk about. Uh, one of those things for me that I'm not going to shy away from is uh, my foundation and my faith. And so, mine for you today is, um, you know, a big one for me is uh, in the book of James. It talks about that. Um, when you face trials and you're when you're dealing with those trials that the perseverance of that produces character and so that's a big one for me today Uh, looking at whatever trial whatever uphill battle you have in front of you just know that um, that it's it's producing some character for you even if that's in your golf game if you're struggling with your putting like I am right now it's just building character because when I start seeing those babies fall uh, I'm going to be fist pumping and early walking on everybody. So, uh, you know, so just, uh, you know, just recognizing it and seeing it for what it is um, and knowing that the more that you produce character, you're going to be able to per- persevere through that and it's going to, you're going to be able to come out on the other side of it.
0: No, that's really good and um, sets me up to where I can't go next. I absolutely can't send my advice next. So Seth, why don't you go ahead?
1: And... I'll jump in there. Uh, I definitely agree with Tanner's statement. I'm going to go on a little lighter note. Um, Kind of some golf advice, right? So a lot of players take so many things to heart. My advice is have a short memory like a lot of the great players because some days you're the bug and some days you're the windshield, you know. So that's it for me. It's
3: awesome. The old adage, uh, water off a duck's back, right? Right. Next shot, you're on to the next one. I like that a whole lot.
2: Well, for me, um, I've always grown up around businesses. My dad's been in the restaurant business his entire life. kind of where I guess I got my entrepreneurship from with uh, owning Golf Rx here, is to treat people the way you want to be treated. Have good customer service. I mean, when somebody walks through the door, you you greet them, you try to introduce your name, get their name, and just have a good conversation with them. Um, And working hard. Um, there's, There's a lot we see just from the golf aspect of people that come in for lessons. And it, our first question is, did you practice what we worked on? And if they say yes, great. You can see the improvement. Eighty percent of them say no. Nah, I hadn't had time to practice, and I kind of feel bad because we're working on the same thing, and I don't like that. But if they're not going to put in the time and effort, you're going to get out of it what you put into it.
0: No, I've had that same experience, and that's great advice. Everybody's willing to put up with somebody who's willing to work hard, and Working hard is enough of a characteristic to keep you around, even if you're not good. Um, so my advice, thank, thankfully I don't know how to follow Tanner. Um, real simple today, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things.
3: Amen. So,
0: For Connor uh, Hendrickson, my co-host Tanner Sandell, Seth Grissom, and Ryan Smith, we are Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club. Thank you for listening. Tune in to the next episode, full episode, where we'll have Mr. Marty Scherer on. And we look forward to recapping or looking
1: forward to the barn burner. Until next time, we're on to the next one.